Hey, welcome to Legacy Television, everybody. I'm Jeremy Pearsons. We are so glad you tuned into this broadcast today. Over the next few minutes, you and I are going to get into the Word of God together, but I want you to make a decision right now at the beginning of this broadcast that you are not going to let anything distract you from what the Lord would say to you today. And the reason I say that is because it, it comes as a result of a decision. There are so many distractions. You know this without me telling you. There are so many things in this life begging for your attention, begging for you to look there and take care of this and do that. But when it comes to hearing from God, He requires your attention and He's worthy of your attention. So today, don't let anything distract you. As a matter of fact, that's what we're going to talk about in the body of this broadcast. We've been talking over the last couple of weeks about how the Word of God is medicine to our bodies. It's medicine to this flesh. But it is so key and it is so important that you and I attend to that Word. It's only medicine to you and it's only life to those who will attend to his word. It's only life to those who will keep their minds stayed on him. So can you do that today? I mean, can you take just the next few minutes and say, God, you are worthy of my total focus and my complete attention. And there's a promise in the scripture that if you will give him that attention, he'll keep you in perfect peace. I mean, do you like the sound of that? Perfect peace? When everybody else in this world is living without peace, totally frantic and worried and totally anxious about everything going on around them, you and I can and should be different. We can live in perfect peace. That's what we're going to talk about today. I don't want you to miss this. So, so tune into it. Give it your attention. Let's put this on the screen for us. Proverbs chapter 4. This is another one of those places, such an important scripture concerning our healing and how to receive healing. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, the Bible says this, My son, give attention to what? My words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not, not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart for they, they what? No, no, they, they what? What's he talking about? They, the words. The words are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Now, what was the first thing he said to him in verse 20? My son, do what? Attend or pay attention. Why would a father have to say to his son, hey, pay attention. Why would he have to say that? Because you ain't been paying attention. And if you look through the book of Proverbs, it's not just here. It's over and over and over. Hearken, attend to this. Pay attention to what I'm saying. Remember what I'm telling you. Pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. I mean, it takes me back to childhood, man. Some conversations, some very one-sided conversations that I had with mom and dad. And I used to look at this book of Proverbs as, you know, 31 chapters, a, a life of wisdom passed from father to son. But then I got to thinking about some of the lectures I got as a kid. This might have been one conversation. This might have been the, the, the author of this book just talking and talking and talking and talking. I've been there. I've heard some of that. 
But what he had to say over and over and over, pay attention, pay attention. If there were only one thing to look at, if there were only one thing to listen to, he wouldn't have to tell us to pay attention because there'd be no distraction. There'd be nothing else to listen to. There'd be nothing else to look at. But the truth is there are many, 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 many things that are begging for your attention that are begging for your focus, begging for your ear, all so that they can have access to your heart. And this is why he had to say to him over and over, and it's why he says to us over and over, pay attention, pay attention. Don't get distracted. Don't be distracted. We know that distractions can be dangerous. People get hurt just from not paying attention. Somebody... Somebody can just bump into you, run right into you in the store. You're just walking around. Somebody say, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't see you. Why didn't they see you? They weren't paying attention. And sad to say, man, we have invented things that distract us. (laughs) That beg for our attention and we give it. But when it comes to receiving really anything from God, but specifically the healing of your body, Does it matter what you're paying attention to? He said, my son, pay attention to my word. That's him saying, treat my word like it's valuable. Treat my word like it's worthy of your attention. Then he talks to us about how to pay attention. How do you give attention to it? You incline your ear to it. I was thinking about this, you know, Sarah and I have two little kids, Justice and Jesse, and I can be in the deepest sleep. And if I hear one of their voices from across the house, daddy, man, I'm up because my ears tuned to it. I could be in a crowd of people in a store out in a crowd. But if I hear that voice, if I hear my wife's voice or my children's voice, that voice will get my attention above all the others. And if they just keep talking, I, can, I am so attuned to those voices that if I'll just keep listening, I can find them. I can find them in the crowd. That's what it means to incline your ear to his sayings. Keep them in front of your eyes, he said. Let them not depart from your eyes. That's not a passing glance. That's a steady gaze. That's a steady stare. And when there's a measure of death trying to work in your body, it requires more than a passing glance at the word of God. You want that stuff driven out of you? It requires from you a steady gaze at the word, which includes a steady gaze at the word made flesh. Eyes on Jesus. This is how you attend to his word. But notice what he said. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. What does that do for you when I put the emphasis there? That should communicate to you and to me that there are other words that you could be paying attention to. There are other sayings that could have your affection. And what the father is saying is, come on, hey, right here, right here. Come on, look, my words, my sayings. Why, God? Because there's something in mine that all others lack. 
there's something mine will do for you that no others can. You need life at work in there? Come on, my words. You, you need life more abundantly at work in you? My words. My words. Get over here on my words. Attend to mine. Listen to mine. Keep them in front of your eyes. He said, keep them in the midst of your heart, which means based on what you're paying attention to, what, what could have been in your heart at one point can leave. But you got to keep them there. How do you keep it in the midst of your heart? Keeping your eyes on it. Keeping your ears on it. I'll make a really radical statement to you. I know this will be really controversial and I don't know how you'll feel about it, but I'm going to say it with boldness. I happen to believe that Christians should read their Bibles. No, listen, like regularly. I would go as far as to say every day. Now, I know, I know, I know. I'm a radical. I'm a zealot. I'm an extremist. But I wonder, I wonder if there'd be anybody in this room that would allow us to experiment on them. I don't want to call you a lab rat, but that's kind of what I'm talking about. Somebody who would commit to putting their eyes on Scripture every day for the next year. Just, just, I, I'm just going to make a commitment. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set my eyes on the Word. I'm going to look at something Jesus said every day. And I'm going to see if I'm not a different person a year from now. I'm going to see if I'm not walking in a, in a new and a greater measure and degree of life than I am right now. I'm going to tell you from firsthand experience, I don't need, I don't need an experiment. I've tried it in my own life. Set your eyes on the word of God. Why would anybody do that? Out of habit, out of tradition, out of religion? No. If that's the way you're going about it, it won't do anything. But if you will put your eyes on the word of God in faith, believing that there's life in it, it's not until the word is mixed with faith that it will actually do anything in your life. Do you notice he said, my words are life to those that find them? That means his word is life, but it's not just life to anybody. Huh? His words are life to those that find them. What is finding the result of? Seeking, looking for. It's kind of like saying, man, I got this infection in my body. I don't understand. They invented antibiotics years ago. Why do I still have an infection? Well, just because they've invented the medicine doesn't mean that thing's doing any good in you until what? Until you get it in you. And just because his word is life doesn't mean it's doing anything in you. Not until you follow the directions on the bottle. What do the directions say? Attend to word daily. Keep in front of eyes. Keep going in ears. Keep in midst of heart. Those are the directions on the bottle. And you got to take it and you got to take it and you got to take it. His words are life to those that find them. His words health, but it's not health to everybody's flesh. It's health to their flesh. Who's the ones that found them? The ones that valued them. The ones that honored them. 
Musicians, you guys come on back up. You're going to help me with something here in just a moment. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13, For this reason, we also thank God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you welcomed it, not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe. Can you hear that again? The word of God. He said, we're thanking God for you because you heard the word and you received the word, not as the word of men, but as the word of God. And we've already established this. God's words do something men's words can't. They minister life. The flesh profits how much? Nothing. But his words are spirit and they are life. When you welcome them, you believe them, not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe. How do you get the word to work in your life? You ready? This is deep. You believe it. You believe it. You attend to it. And this is the story of my childhood. I'm thankful that it is, but I can't tell you the number of times where I might've come in to mom and dad's room, either in the middle of the night or early in the morning and said, I don't feel good. And a lot of kids will try to play that card to get out of something. In that house, you thought twice <laughs> before saying, I don't feel good because it was not about to be, oh baby, let God love this little heart. Come here, let mama hold you. My mom was kind and good and gracious and all that, but that is not how we responded to sickness. If Jeremy said, I don't feel good, man, it was covers off, lights on. Jeremy, get your Bible. Jeremy, get your tapes. Come on, get out here in this living room and say this after me. Say, I am redeemed from the curse of the law. I'm redeemed from the... Say it like you mean it, boy. By the stripes of Jesus, I am. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. <laughs> and at the first sign of this stuff, we went to the word. Why? Because we believed the word and we believed that when you believe the word, that's when it goes to work in you. Come on, I want you to say this. The word is working. The word's working. And that what he said, it's working effectively in you. It's doing something. It's changing something in you. The word is working. The word is working. It's working in me. You know the word that you've heard this morning? If you believed it, it's working in you right now. It's doing something in you. It's changing. It's something in you. The life that you believed and you received today is driving out death in any measure, in any degree. Don't put up with that stuff. Don't tolerate that stuff. Don't let that thief walk through your house, taking your time, taking your energy, taking your strength, taking your money. Don't let him have your stuff. Don't put up with it another day. Resist it. Come on, resist it. Don't let death grow in any measure in your body. What do you resist it with? The word, the word, the word. Stand up on your feet. I'm going to give you a little taste of what it was like growing up in the house of faith. My mom had this little mini book by a man named Charles Caps. 
And it was called God's creative power. Times they are changing. I got the book on my phone. And I can't tell you how many times since Sarah and I have been married that we've come straight back to this. There's a collection of confessions in that book. It's just a little book. You can get it uh, maybe for a dollar in the uh, bookstore, the uh, electronic bookstore. And I encourage you to do it. And all he did was take scriptures and scriptural concepts and put them in first person confession. And we've gone back to this countless times at the first sign of anything. The kids come in not feeling good. Something got on them. It's running a fever. Got some pain in the body. This is what we do. We run to the word. Run. And I use that word on purpose. I'm telling you, go quick. If you will run to it, you won't go anywhere else first. So here's what we're going to do just for a couple of minutes. You got just a minute? I'm going to lead you in this. And you're going to say some things after me. And I want you to put some faith in it and let it come out of your heart. This is the word coming out of your mouth and watch as it ministers strength to your body. Just say this after me. Jesus is the Lord of my life. Sickness and disease have no power over me. I am forgiven and free from sin and guilt. I am dead to sin and alive unto righteousness. I am free from unforgiveness and strife. I forgive others as Christ has forgiven me for the love of God is shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. Jesus bore my sins in his body on the tree. Therefore, I am dead to sin and alive unto God. And by his stripes, I am healed and made whole. Jesus bore my sickness and carried my pain. Therefore, I give no place to sickness or pain. For God sent his word and healed me. Father, because of your word, I am an overcomer. I overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. You have given me abundant life. I receive that life through your word and it flows to every organ of my body bringing healing and health. I attend to your word. I incline my ear to your sayings. I'll not let them depart from my eyes. I keep them in the midst of my heart for they are life and healing to all my flesh. I am redeemed from the curse Galatians 3.13 is flowing in my bloodstream. It flows to every cell of my body, restoring life and health. 
Jesus took my infirmities. He bore my sicknesses. Therefore, I refuse. Say it again. I refuse. That's what we were talking about today. Not just refusing it, not tolerating it, not putting up with it. I refuse to allow sickness to dominate my body. The life of God flows in me, bringing healing to every fiber of my being. My body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. God dwells in me and his life. Come on, put your hands right here, right here in your, in your stomach, in your midsection. Say his life permeates my spirit, my soul, and my body. I am filled with the fullness of God. Heavenly Father, through your word, you've imparted your life to me. That life restores my body with every breath I breathe and every word I speak. And the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me, permeating his life through my veins, through my veins, sending healing throughout my body. Lord, you have blessed my food and water. You've taken sickness away from me. Therefore, I will fulfill the number of my days in life, in health, and peace. I will not die. I will live and declare the works of the Lord. Now just lift your hands and begin to praise Him and thank you. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the House of Faith.